Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you love us so much. And you want us to be your representative, to love others. So now we open our heart to hear your word. And we want to, Lord, receive the most precious thing in the world that is your word into our heart. And we want to be a doer of your word as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. John chapter 13, verses 34 to 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Jesus said, this is a new commandment. Why does he say a new commandment? Because you have heard about the Old Commandment or the Ten Commandments that Moses wrote in the Old Testament. And Jesus now said, this is the new commandment for his disciples and we are his disciples. What is the new commandment? We must love one another. The new law fulfill the old law and make the old law much better than the past. In the past, you come out with the laws, multiple laws, what to do. But now Jesus say, simple, you love one another. It's very simple. Jesus came to fulfill the Old Testament or the old law. And now he established the new covenant, the new law or the new commandment for all of us. I like to read Romans chapter 13, verses 8 to 10. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loved his fellow man has fulfilled the law. Everyone say fulfilled. If you want to fulfill the Ten Commandments, very simple, you love your neighbors. The commandments, this is the Ten Commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and whatever other commandment there may be are summed up in this one rule. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to its neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Thank God I came to know the new commandment. The old commandment full of laws, multiple laws. You must not do this, you must not do that. But in fact, if you can love your neighbors, if you can love your wife, love your husband, love brother and sister in the church, love your boss, you will not bear false witness against them. You will not steal from them. You will not take advantage of them. You will not lie about them. You will not do anything bad because the Bible says love does no harm. Love works no ill toward the neighbors. Therefore, the Bible says, love is the fulfillment of the law. We don't have to think about many, many laws. We just say, I loved you, and I mean well to you, and I want you to be blessed. That is the love of God 
on the inside of us. In fact, we are dealing with two parts in the Bible here: the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament was before Jesus came into the world, and two prophets. The name of the prophets is Ezekiel and Jeremiah. Prophesies about the new commandment or the new testament, and that happened after Jesus came. And the book of Hebrews summarizes what Ezekiel and also Jeremiah say. Let me read from Hebrews chapter eight, verse six on. But now he has obtained. He means Jesus. From verses one to five, the book of Hebrews talk about Moses, the old commandment. Moses. Was a type of Jesus. Moses received the commandment from the Lord and gave to the children of Israel. Now we are in the era of the church. Jesus is the head of the church, and he said, "Now he has obtained a more excellent ministry. Jesus' ministry is more excellent than Moses' ministry, inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant." Everyone say, "Better covenant." The new Covenant or the new commandment in the New Testament Bible is better than the old one, which was established on better promises. Oh, I like that. More excellent, better covenant, better promise. We are in the better generation. Okay, so Jesus obtained a better ministry, better covenant, and give us better promise. And now continue to read here. Hebrews chapter eight verses seven to ten. For if that first covenant, the covenant that Moses got, had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second, because finding fault with them, he says, "Behold, the days are coming," say the Lord, "when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah." Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant, and I disregarded them, say the Lord. Now the new covenant says this: For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel, with the today church, with the today Israel. After those days, say the Lord, I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. We are in the New Testament, a new covenant time now. In the old day, in the time of Moses, the Bible says God uses His finger to write the Ten Commandments. On the tablet of stone, the Ten Commandments were on the tablet of stone, written by the finger of God. The finger of God represents the Holy Spirit today. The hand of God is the Holy Spirit, and now He say that new commandment, the commandment of love, is in our mind. How can we renew our mind? We need to get the Bible and read the Bible. So God renew our mind with the Word of God. But not only that. Thank God, we do not only have the Bible, but we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the finger of God today. He does not write the new commandment of love on the tablet of stone anymore, but He writes it on your heart. 
He pour His love. He put His love into your spirit by the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 5 verse 5. And hope does not disappoint us, because God has poured out His love into our heart by the Holy Spirit, for whom He has given us. Now come to the practical point. After we born again, the Holy Spirit came into our spirit. We have three parts: the physical body or the flesh, the mind or the soul, and the spirit here. In this flesh, we are selfish. We think about me, me, me. So if you live under the influence of your flesh, you're going to be selfish people. You're going to think about me, my, me, me. And your mind is corrupted by the world teaching, the world's idea, the religious teaching. So that's why the pastor like me need to come up and preach the word, so that the word can renew your mind. To think the same way as God thinks, but we should yield to our spirit here. The spirit on the inside of us should be our leading, and our spirit is led by the Holy Spirit. If you walk a spiritual life, the word spiritual life doesn't mean say "Amen" and check, 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 check. The spiritual life means to be led. By the Spirit of God, or your your spirit is your boss. Is the boss tell you what to do? Not your flesh, not your mind. Your spirit hook up to the Holy Spirit, who pour the love of God into your spirit. And from now on, you listen to your spirit inside, which yield to the Holy Spirit. You will not walk in the flesh anymore. You will not follow the corrupted idea of your mind. The Bible say in Galatians chapter 5 verse 14, the entire law, the entire law, the whole Bible, is summed up in a single command: love your neighbor as yourself. You can see that so many parts of the Bible talk about the new command, the commandment of the New Testament time of the church today, and that commandment of Jesus sum up. One word: love your neighbor, love other people, and if you can do that, you fulfill all the laws of the Bible. Amen. And the book of Galatians was written to the Gentile like me. I'm a Gentile. I'm not a Jew, but I received the same command as the children of Israel. If we love our neighbor, we fulfill all the law of the Bible. Let's look at Galatians chapter 5, 22 to 26. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So if you walk in the new law, new commandment, you love, you are kind to people, you are faithful to people. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature. Again, talk about the flesh. You have to crucify your sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, everyone say, "Live by the Spirit." How many people say, "I want to live by the Spirit, not by the flesh"? We crucify our flesh, and we let the Holy Spirit become bigger in us, and He leads our spirit. We walk by the Spirit. Let us keep in step 
with the Spirit. Whatever the Spirit is doing, we keep in step with Him. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. In order to live a life of love, we need to be led by the Spirit. We need to yield to the Holy Spirit because the Spirit writes that law, the new command, into our heart, into our spirit. And then we follow the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is something we need to have and to develop. The Bible says that He wants us to be fruitful. You remember John chapter 15? Jesus said that the Father is like the gardener. And He is the wide, the trunk of the tree. And we are the branches. Where does fruit come from? The fruit doesn't come from the trunk. The fruit comes from the branches. As long as the branch is connected to the vine, the branch can produce fruit. The fruit of love, the fruit of kindness, the fruit of mercy, the fruit of long-suffering. And when we have that, more people are going to get saved. More people will come to the kingdom of God. We see the fruit of souls coming to the kingdom because we walk in love. In order to have the fruit, we as the branch have to be connected to Jesus. And Jesus feed or nurture our life, the life of God flow into us by His Spirit into our spirit. That connection produces the fruit of the Spirit. The Bible says in John chapter 15, I want to read from verse 16, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. How many people want to have a blank check? I like to have a blank check. He hand me the blank check with his signature, and I can write anything I want on that. He say, I give you a blank check. How can you get a blank check from God? Very simple. You are fruitful. You connect to the vine. You let the life of God, the love of God fill you and walk the life of love every day. Then God say, if you walk like that, whatever you ask, I give to you. Whatever you desire, I give to you. Wow, I like that. The key to get answer from God is to walk the love walk. This is my command. And now at the end, after he talked about fruit, about the wine, about the branch, about connecting to him, abiding in him, at the end, he concludes. This is very powerful scripture. He concludes, this is my command. Love each other. So, if you want your prayer to be answered, if you want heaven to be on your side, if you want God to support you, give you a blank check, you must obey the new commandment of God. That is to love one another, to love other people. Amen? First John chapter 3, verse 14. We know that we have passed from death to life. How can we know that a person is truly born again? passing from spiritual death to eternal life. How do we know a person is truly born again? Because we love our brothers 
anyone who does not love remains in death. People can wear a cross on the neck. People can quote the scripture. People can go to seminary school. People can have a title, pastor, reverend. How can we know that he or she is a truly born again Christian? The book First John say clearly that person walk in love. People who really have the Holy Spirit on the inside will love other people. We know that we have passed from spiritual death to life when we love other people. Amen. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us, and the love start to grow on the inside. Now, I would like to come to the practical point in Ephesians chapter four, verse thirty-two. How can we show love? Practical. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. In New King James Version, the Bible say, "And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ forgave you." God command. This is a commandment. Be tender to one another. Be gentle. Love one another. And the Bible say clearly, love is connected to forgiveness. If you love, you forgive. Forgiveness and love joy together. You cannot split them out. You cannot disconnect them. They have to go together. And this is the way you show love. You forgive those who hurt you, those who offend you. We forgive anybody. How does God forgive us? How does God forgive us? He forgives us by saying, "I remember your sin no more." He throw it away in the depth of the sea. He throw it from the east to the west. He doesn't remember. So when you forgive people, don't bring the past mistake back. Don't talk about it anymore. Forget about it. Don't remind people of their mistake ten years ago, five years ago. If you Truly forgive. You don't talk about it anymore. You just throw it away. You forget about it. That's how you know that that person forgive you or not, or you forgive them or not. Don't say like this. Oh, that year you did this. Oh, you offended me in year 2010. Don't talk about it. You even stop from yesterday. Somebody offend you yesterday. You forgive, forget, move on, and don't even remind people. The devil is in the business of reminding people. Have you ever heard the devil talk to you? You remember that year you did this. You remember you did that to your wife. You did that to your father. He keep reminding you, and any time you heard the voice from the devil like that, you laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I could not remember. Because I forgive them, I don't remember what happened. I just erased from my book already. I don't remember. Now I want to connect the book of John, chapter 15. Let me read one more time. John, chapter 15, verse 16. You did not choose me, but I choose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. What kind of fruit? Love. The first fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. Fruit that will last. Love will last. Love never fails. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Blank check. And he say, conclude, 
This is my command: love one another. Now I'm gonna read very famous scripture of the faith movement of America many years ago. This is a very famous and very popular scripture for faith movement. Mark chapter 11:23 to 24. I love this scripture too. Every time I pray for the sick. Every time I command money to come in, the job will come in. I command devil to go away. I think about this scripture. Exercise my faith. Mark eleven twenty three to twenty four. I tell you the truth. If anyone say to this mountain, "Go, throw yourself into the sea," and does not doubt in his heart but believes, everyone say believes that what he says will happen. When you cast out demon, go. It happened because of what you say. When you say job come in, money come in, business come in, you say it. It will come in. What you say, but you need to believe in your heart. It will be done for you. It's like a blank check again. In Mark chapter eleven. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. You believe. You speak, and you get it. That is the way of faith. But a lot of people stop at only verse 24. Let me read the next verse. Jesus did not stop at verse 24. Verse 25. And when you stand praying, now he give a condition that you're gonna get a blank check. How can you get a blank check? When you say something, it will happen to to your life. If you hold anything against anyone. When you hold grudges, unforgiveness, anger against anyone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. The key to exercise faith, the key to get what you say, that your faith will work, is to obey the new commandment of Jesus Christ: love your neighbors, and love. Forgives, love forgives. Even little little thing. Maybe your husband did some little thing to offend you yesterday. Little thing, not big thing. And some of you may hold grudges against your husband for ten years. Just little thing. The Bible says in Song of Songs, chapter two, verse fifteen, her brothers catch us the foxes. The little foxes that spoil the wise, for our wise have tender grapes. The Bible talk about wines, talk about grapes of fruit. The Bible say little foxes, not big, little one, can spoil your fruit, the fruit of love. In other words, God try to warn us: Hey, my children, forgive. Big things, small thing, little thing. Don't let these little foxes, little little thing that people offend you. Maybe they don't say hi to you that day. Maybe your wife cook food too spicy for you, or maybe your husband forget to say I love you one day. Maybe forget your birthday that year, and you still hold grudges. Little little thing. God say let go. Let that fox go. Don't keep it. Forgive everyone anytime. Keep forgiving, because if you do that, you can exercise your faith. Faith 
works by love. If you exercise faith without love, without forgiveness, you don't get the result. Faith and love have to go hand in hand. I read a story of a woman. I'm gonna end here to give you example. A woman was very sick with lungs problem, abdominal problem. She went to see many anointed preachers who have the gift of healing, and this anointed preacher lay hand on her and tried to try to run to many many meetings to get the healing, but she never got healed. And one day, she went to a meeting, getting ready to be laid hand again by a great anointed preacher. But the day before she got the laying on of hand, the preacher talked about forgiveness. She went back to her hotel, and God showed her she has only one sibling, a brother. Her mom has only two children, a daughter and a son. Since the mom died 25 years ago, they never talk. They got mad at each other. They never call each other. She got mad at him. He got mad at her. So she said, okay, now I know why I did not get the answer to my prayer about healing here. Because no matter what I command, no matter people command for me, lay hand on me, I still sick. I still have breathing problem. So that night, she decided to call her brother in New York. When he picked up the phone, this is your sister. The brother said, really? I just thought about calling you too. Today, I was thinking about reconciling with you. And she said, you know, brother, I'm sorry. I am to blame. I am at fault. Could you please forgive me? And the brother said, no, 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 I am at fault. I am to blame. Forgive me. And she said, no, 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 I take 100% of the mistake. And they start to bargain. And the brother say, how about this? I take 80%, you take 20 <laughs> The sister go back, no, 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 I take 80%, you take only 20 And we can reconcile and we forgive one another. At the end of the conversation, they agree to take 50-50. And they reconcile. They, the sister say, after this meeting, I'm going to fly to New York and meet you and hug you. We're going to be brothers and sisters again. After the phone call, she went to bed. She woke up. All the symptoms were gone. She got totally healed by God. The anointing that was on her for many, many meetings did not work until that night after she loved her brother and she forgave her brother. My dear brother and sister, this is the key of living a healthy life. Obey the new commandment of God. Love people, forgive people. And you say, Pastor, how did you dare to say that? That this is the key to live a healthy life. I show you the scripture. Exodus 15 26. Exodus 15, 26. If you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His eyes, if you pay attention to His commands, what is His command? The new command that fulfills all the commands in the Bible. Love 
your neighbors, love your brothers, and keep all his decrees. I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. The key to live a healthy life, long life, 220 years, is to practice the new command of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that fruit is love and forgiveness. A couple has a three-year-old daughter who began to have epileptic seizure. They call their pastor to come and lay hand on this three-year-old daughter. The pastor said, yes, I'm coming. On the way there, God spoke to the pastor. Don't lay hand. Don't pray. Talk to the parents. So when the pastor showed up in the house, the pastor said, is there anything wrong in your life? Let's deal with it. So right away, if you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord, the voice of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit spoke to the wife. You hate your mother-in-law. Let me read this scripture. First John chapter 3, 14 and 15. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Anyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life in him. So, the Holy Spirit spoke to you. You are a murderer. You hate your mother-in-law. That's why your daughter gets sick, gets epilepsy. She repented at the spot. She said, God, I'm sorry. I make a decision today to forgive my mother-in-law. I will call her. I will be nice to her. The pastor never lay hand on that kid. She got healed. Because the parents repent of their sin. My dear brother and sister, maybe there are things in your life right now that you need to deal with. Maybe you are sick. Maybe your kids are sick. Maybe something going on because you haven't forgiven other people. Do they deserve to be forgiven? No. They make mistakes. Let me ask this question. How many people never make mistakes in your life? We all make mistakes. Do we deserve the forgiveness from God? No. By His mercy, He forgives when we repent and He forget about it. Why don't we do the same thing? You remember the story about a person in debt with a master and he came and asked, begged for forgiveness. And the master said, okay, I give up your debt. And when his friend comes and says, I owe you only $5. No, you have to pay. Otherwise, you put you in jail. And then the master was very mad. I forgive you $10,000, but $5 you cannot forgive. You're in trouble right now. It's the same thing with us today. I'm believing. I'm going to continue to teach this lesson. I'm not done yet. Maybe next year in Valentine. I, I, I teach only half. 
You say, oh, <laughs> next year. <laughs> I believe that this teaching today is really a key to get answer from God in any prayer of your life. It's a key to good health. It's a key to healings, supernatural breakthroughs and healing in your life. Little foxes in your garden right now. You have to get rid of them. When I prepare this teaching, I tell you, <laughs> I sit in my car. After I read it, I drove to the hospital. I start to think about many people in the past that offend me. As a pastor, you get hurt a lot. Sometimes you minister to some people, help them, take them to vacation. Five years later, they bite you. They talk bad about you in the internet. You get hurt all the time as a pastor. You have to learn how to forgive. I start to say, God, I want to make sure I forgive that ex-member. I forgive that sibling. I forgive. <laughs> I have to, oh God, I don't want to hold grudges. I forget. I don't want to talk about them anymore. I don't want to talk about their past mistake against me. God, please help me to forgive. I want to practice Exodus 15:26. I want to be healthy. I want you to answer my prayer because love will forgive. I want to love them. Let me read one more time. Exodus 15:26. I may add something in there from the New Testament. If you listen carefully to the voice of the Holy Spirit today, He may want you about some unforgiveness in your heart and do what is right in His eyes. Show love to people. Practice the new commandment of Jesus. If you pay attention to His command, love one another. Love your brothers. And keep all His decrees. Make sure you repent every day. I will not bring any of the diseases I brought on the people outside the church. That they have to go to the hospital, they need to have surgery, they need to have a lot of medical bills. For I am the Lord who heals you. If you're sick right now, He can heal you. If you love, you walk in love, and you forgive others. Amen? How many people say, I will obey the new command of Jesus? I'm going to give you a few minutes, maybe one or two minutes. You bow your head, close your eyes, and ask the Holy Spirit to show you, is there anyone in your life, maybe your ex-pastor, maybe your ex-boss, maybe your ex-husband, Maybe your kids, maybe your grandma, grandpa, your father-in-law, your mother-in-law, your husband, your wife have made you mad, have made you upset. If you can think of them right now, make a decision. Pray to God. Let them go. Forgive them right now. And forget about their past mistakes. You do this for your own sake, not for them. Because you can do that, God will heal you. God will bless you. Father, why you are your people in this room are listening to your Holy Spirit. 
may you shine the light upon them. Help them to see who in this world that they still hold grudges against, even to today. Father, we know it's not easy to do, but you command us to do it. It's unfair if you tell us to do what we cannot do. But we believe, by the helps of the Holy Spirit, we can forgive. We can love people unconditionally. We can put down the wall of division, the wall of bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness. Lord, help all of us in this room. We don't want to be sick. We want to live a healthy life. We want our prayer to get answered all the time. Therefore, Lord, help us to forgive and forget and remember the mistakes, the offense, no more. Thank you, Lord. I believe, Father, after this service, many of your people will see supernatural breakthroughs in their health, physical illness, their finances. From now on, Lord, when they ask you anything, you shall answer them, because they decide to walk in love. They decide to obey the new command of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Forgive us, Lord, for whole grudges against people for many years, for many months. Forgive us, Lord, for allowing. The little foxes to come in to ruin the branches and the grapes in our life. We let go. We command these foxes to leave right now. The small little foxes or big foxes in our life. Go away, unforgiveness. Go away, grudges from our heart. Father, help us to learn how to, to crucify our flesh, not to follow our flesh and our own mind, but yield to the Holy Spirit, live by the Spirit, and have the fruit of the Holy Spirit: love, kindness, long-suffering, patience. Lord, thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I would like to sing a song. Maybe you can help me. More love, more power. We ask God to. Why don't we stand up? Why don't we ask the Holy Spirit to pour His love upon us, that we can have more love.
trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Stay